Hello humans, hello humans. This is a test. It's a stay home and do work day. And I've got the little Sony recorder thing clipped to my um, clothes here as I work in the greenhouse with the doggos, getting everything ship shaped for spring and summer. Uh, this is like a, a typical spring here. We've had, um, I think nine days now, nine days of, um, winter storm. We've had eight or nine inches of rain, precipitation, snow, hail, sleet, freezing rain, you name it, we got it. Okay, doggos, just have to keep check on them. Anyway, I'm doing cleanup and stuff, as I say. Gotta get this thing. Ah, that was no good. Ew. Anyway, all, all whipped up. And, of course, it's the the big deal, the giant Earth Day uh, thing in um, UK today is all of the uh, uh, climate-diluted guys the climate crisis guys, the deniers, so they always project language. They're the real climate deniers, right? Because climate is the aggregation of weather. Weather changes on a, a constant basis. Thus, climate changes on a constant basis. Uh, thus, there is no climate crisis. <coughs> because you don't have a constancy to judge by. Anyway, um... <sighs> trash anyway so uh we've had um we've had storms we we had a clam tide today these are razor clams here on the beach um so people show up they drive their cars up to the uh, uh close to the the dunes park them and then walk down to the low tide, which on our beach might be, uh, easily can be three quarters of a mile walk. Uh, the beach is very wide, very flat. And, um, well, there's middle and crowd, uh, maybe 20 or 40 people per, uh, 100 running feet right along the edge of the tide there. And you get these guys with what's known as a clam gun. And a clam gun is actually a, an aluminum tube, uh, a couple of, maybe four inches across to, to five or six. And that tube um, has a, uh, it connects to a T-handle, and there's an air, air connection uh, through to the T-handle and a hole in the T-handle. And you put your, your hand over that hole, and it seals the air in the whole thing. So basically what you do is you go on into the area where you think that there's a, um, you, you see clam, signs of clam, uh, clam sign, and then you push your uh, tube down around that area that you think is gonna uh, have the clam in it. This tube is maybe uh, foot to 16, 18 inches in length. And then you push it all down into the wet sand around the clam and then put your thumb over the air hole 
thus making it airtight as long as that thumb is kept there. And then you raise it up and um, bring the sand and hopefully the clam with it. And then you raise it up out of the, the surf and the uh, water and uh, release the, the thumb. It aspirates and everything comes out of the tube. And uh, hopefully in that 40 or 50 pounds of sand and water, hopefully in there you've got a clam, right? Some of these razor clams can be massive. So we had the, you know, the COVID and they shut it all down and all that shit. And afterwards, when they open it back up, um, uh, you've got some seriously large clams. Uh, some of these guys can go a foot. Uh, there's a big joke around here about the people going missing because the great clam takes them because they're unwary, and usually it's that they drown. You know, they're it's a late night clam tide, and they go out drunk or something, and get into one of these wells, uh, which is a a channel that's cut into the sand that runs parallel to the uh, line of the coast and the surf, and it's un, unseen because it's so close to the breaking surf, and so you think it's only two feet, you're walking along, and all of a sudden the sand drops out another three feet or so from underneath you. And uh, and it's it's not going to get much deeper than that. You have to go way out here to get much deeper than that, but that suddenness, and then you're, you're plunged in, your um, clam waders get filled with water, and you're basically fucked. So the great clam takes you. So it's not without its hazards, although that's rare that people actually die and drowned, it does happen. Um, anyway, so we're into the, the big ugly. We're approaching a, a point of maximum emotional intensity and um, on in relation to these subjects, right? So we may have more maximum uh, emotional intensity within the big ugly that's out further than my little bits of software can project. Uh, that may well run, uh, you know, very intense as we get close to something like nuclear war. But at the moment, it looks like we're going to peak in uh, May and June, that the peak will be economically pushed. That is to say, that will be the trigger, uh, will be the crash of all the, the economies. I don't know how bad that's going to be. The data sets are limited. Still, there's all of the, uh, oh, is she getting back there? Doggo, leave that alone. Come on. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah, there's all of the interrelatedness between the countries, right? Some countries are really smart. They're bailing on the whole uh, dollarization thing, being controlled by the American empire. And... There we go. Now, for me, I think this is going to be cool not to be part of the American Empire, right? Not to send our troops to go kill and die for the Kazarians. Um, this is going to be a huge change for the USA. It's going to make a very big difference over time. Yes, we've got some major problems here uh, relative to... 
Ah, crap. Um, everything rusts here. So I've got grow lights, but the the fans rust out. So you have to take them apart and lubricate the buggers. Um, anyway, so in my opinion here, this is going to be a good time for the USA. All right, don't wander off too far. And in our um, good time of uh, rebuilding ourselves, you know, because you get accomplishment, you get uh, satisfaction, you get effective, positive change, stuff good that's good happens, instead of all this, you know, negative doom and gloom, um, you know, uh, atheistic uh, view of the world, you know, it's all material, all grit. Uh, that goes away as you start rebuilding and people get into their qualities again. And uh, we're going to head back. You know, it's an oscillation. Change, novelty, that's the whole point of universe. Or of materium within universe, within consciousness. Big dog, yes. Anyway, uh, you know, as I say, it'll be fun. At some level, it'll be hugely chaotic. But it won't be this whole Kazarian Mafia business as usual. The UN's going to disappear as the dollar goes. You know, who would pay for it other than us stupid fuckers? You know, deluded to believing it actually does what, what it's supposed to do, which it always has. It's always been a communist front, a takeover front, a Wefonian uh, control mechanism. That's what it was supposed to do. So it did its job. But we won't be able to pay for it anymore as the dollar dies. So much stuff is going to change with the, um, the loss of the currency in the banking system. Yeah, good dog. No, I'm not going to help you there. you got to do that on your own. Yes, good puppy. Good puppy. Okay. Go, go, go. The puppy is about 140 pounds, and he wants me to assist him in getting out the door with the other puppy, who's acting as a bouchon, a cork. Hey, get the fuck out there. Move, move. Let him out. Go ahead. Go. <laughs> no, don't you stand on him. Anyway, um, so there's that. Our interrelated economies are going to suffer to a greater or lesser degree. The smart guys are de-dollarizing. Uh, the less smart are not. And um, this will be revealed as we go forward. Uh, I got friends living all over the planet, a lot of expats, and they say it's good in Russia. Uh, it's good in Siberia. Uh, it's good in Indonesia, Malaysia. Uh, Philippines are great. Uh, Philippines are going... Uh, major cash, all cash, uh, surreptitiously, so to speak. Um, so there's there's positive things happening all around the planet as you get away from the dollar, the American Empire. And so the American Empire is this big evil thing that the Kazarians cooked up. And America was never supposed to be involved and engaged in the business of our other other countries, our neighbors, right? And it'll be good to go back to a, an America where we don't have that. Where we're not constantly being 
uh, assailed by, oh, you got to go save these. You know, they're throwing the babies out of the incubators. Oh, my God, how dare you? How dare you? You know, that kind of shit, right? Um, and yet we overlook all the pedophilia and the corruption here. So we got 100-plus years of corruption in our banking system. That's going to go away. This will free up so many people. The issue of reparations and all that stuff will just disappear because our economies are going to boom uh, as you get out of the the banks, right? It's only the government that needs the banks, really, uh, not the people. We've always had um, mostly most people throughout most of history have not had banks. Think about it, you know. Uh, we didn't have banks in Egypt, didn't have banks in Babylonia. It is called the Babylonian um, system for good reason, because it is an engineered by the Babylonians, but they're really the Khazarian Mafia. You know, it's not the Jews, guys. You can get as pissed at the Jews as you want, but you're being pissed at other victims. People that are also... Uh, subsumed by the corruption of the system around them. And so, you know, I got Jewish people that hate my guts, uh, but I'd never not talk to them. Uh, I got um, Jewish people that, you know, think I'm right. And of course, I'll talk to them as well. It's not the Jews. Uh, those people that don't talk to me, it's like, hmm, you know, even if they're pissed at me, uh, there should be some level of engagement. Now, I understand with a, a couple of individuals, they, they're swearing that, you know, they've got a condition that prevents them from engaging personally. And, you know, and so their response to my particular uh, point of irritation with them is to block me, that kind of thing, right? And, yeah, it's cowardice. It may be cowardice forced on them by, no, no fighting by um, their body and their circumstances. But nonetheless, uh, you know, it is cowardice to not engage uh, if you're attacking, <laughs> right? Oh, I'm going to run up and slap you, and then I'm going to run away, and you're forbidden from slapping me back. That kind of a thing, right? Um, anyway, so the America that we're going to be shaping up is up to all of us to decide what it's going to be. And so, you know, we get out, we do work, things happen. Uh, there's results. Those results are added up over time, and you have a nation. You have a country. And we need to just go and do the little tiny stuff constantly in order to keep the civilization and the nation we want going. And that um, little tiny stuff might be the onerous crap of, you know, doing stuff like I can't do. Like... Uh, going to a school board meeting and sitting there for all that bullshit. That sort of thing, right? It's just not in me. That's why I cut the guy some slack on his non-engagement. No, get out of there. Anyway, you know, because there are things that uh, just meetings just drive me crazy, especially um, like officialdom kind of meetings like that. Oh, that guy's really on there. Anyway, I'm going to let the dog back in. He's decided he's had enough out here in the wet.
Okay. I've got this rigged up with some mole gear here. <coughs> Working out. I'll listen to it before I post it. Might be all wobbly and garbly. Yeah, girl. Okay. Anyway, so, as I was saying, the economics are going to drive the emotional peak that's up ahead of us. There may well be other peaks further out, but um, this one appears to, at least in terms of the linguistics, to hold for some period of time from June. So it's, it's like we reach a peak of um, angst and anxiety about all of this. Maybe, say, June 15th, it drops down over the next two or three days a little tiny bit and then just basically holds. Uh, telling me that we are in a, or suggesting to my mind, that we at that point are in an actual, factual, ongoing crisis. So, if it was just um, one of their manufactured uh, crises, that, you know, one of their things to, the Kazarian Mafia's things to motivate people and get activity going in a particular way, those usually spike up and then drop right away as they go into something else. They don't really know how to manipulate emotions the way they think they do. They're not as good at this, uh, being evil bastards, as they think. Thus all their problems. Poor Kazarian Mafia. So we'll hold from like let's just say the 18th on, <coughs> onward, and um, it extends for some number of months at that level around this subject. So we may well have, as I say, other um, uh, emotional trends that will supersede this, uh, will certainly overtake it, but at the moment, this appears to be the, the dominating event of the rest of this um, summer anyway, up until the point where we get into fall. And even before then, we're going to be picking up a lot more of the UFO shit. So we'll certainly be getting involved in that. It's really cool. All of the data sets over time had linked these. It made no sense in 2000. made no sense in 2005 or 10. Uh, we'd had Bitcoin show up by then, so it was a um, Bitcoin was a known um, element that had been forecast, a new form of people's money, and that that forecast element had appeared, so it gave me a lot more confidence in these other related sets. Oh. And the other related set, we're going to the idea that somehow we had this economic period crises thing going at the same time that we were getting all whipped up about space aliens and UFOs. Me, it's the UFO, right? I don't care so much about the alien part. It's like, that'll be interesting uh, to see what develops, but I'm not putting a lot of... Um, energy into that, but I do like the technology stuff. Real techie guy. 
and that'll go from the the peak of the big ugly emotional part here will go from June-ish um, driven by the economics out through maybe September we're still dealing with the economic aspect but also by then uh, we're into the space aliens more so it starts becoming a bit more diffuse they may well that is the Kazarian Mafia may well um, be bringing the space aliens out just because of the um, level of lack of control that they get from the um, economic problems. So they're of the opinion that if they crash the system and um, they can force us over to a uh, central bank digital currency. However, the reality is that as banking systems collapse, uh, people go to non-institutional forms of transactions. So we get the cash-only society, the total cash society. Yeah, little puppy, smelly plants. And so, we may be heading to a Cassius King period, as was forecast by the data 20 and 30 years ago. That part always made sense to me, the Cassius King business, right? But that was when, that was in the 90s, and uh, you could, you could still mostly live your life in cash. Now we're going to have to make it a deliberate effort, but everybody's good in the universe is going to cooperate by taking away your ability to do shit online. If the dollar dies and there ain't shit in stores, there won't be people selling stuff online. If the dollar dies and there's no banking system, you can't effectively transfer unless you've got cryptos. So as I say, entirely different worlds going to be developing over these next few months. And in the midst of that, all kinds of fallout. Uh, so people aren't bribed and they go out and they talk about shit. Stuff you don't want them talking about as a powers that be, right? And so other stuff starts coming unraveled. Uh, the non-bribed guys end up being a real source of continuing degradation for your plants. And it starts piling up. One thing on top of another, and suddenly you're starting to deal with Kaminoric effects. And, you know, so the fact that we get into the UFOs could totally derail all of the money and effort and shit put into the uh, the cosmic um, climate change scam. And all of that's going to go away. Bearing in mind, they've wasted a lot of effort and time, and they've branded a lot of their primary people that way. So, you know, 
I'm, I mean, who, who thinks Bill Gates has credibility these days, right? Only the Kazarians. Only the people that keep trying to pimp him out. But when the space aliens show up, you gonna listen to that fucker? I don't think so. What do we do with those, sweetie? I know. We'll go back there. Okay. We can do that. Big dog went back. He's got some napping, required napping to do. And little dog's here, ready to bite it for me. Yeah, sweetie, getting shit done. Yes. Anyway, um, so the data sets had tons of stuff about the UFOs, the, it all goes to archaeology. Oops, watch out. Brings in Antarctica. We got all kinds of stuff ahead of us through fall and next winter and into next year. It's going to be really cool. Probably be maybe 2025 before a lot of the Antarctica stuff shows up as being valid because we'll hear about it then we'll have to say no that can't be and then it'll um you know most of the normies and then uh it'll show up also as being valid and there we go all right